Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear, page by page. This is page 498, chapter 74, Rumors. The day after I fought with Denna, I woke late in the afternoon feeling miserable for all the obvious reasons. I ate and bathed, but pride kept me from heading down to Severin Low to look for Denna. I sent a ring to Brayden, but the runner returned with the news that he was still away from the estate. So I opened a bottle of wine and began to leaf through the pile of stories that had been slowly accumulating in my room. The majority of these were scandalous, spiteful things, but their petty meanness suited my mood and helped distract me from my own misery. Thus, I learned the previous Comte Brambride hadn't died of consumption, but of syphilis contracted from an amorous stable hand. Lord Veston was addicted to dinner resin, and money intended for the maintenance of the King's Road was paying for his habit. Baron Jackis had paid several officials to avoid scandal when his youngest daughter was discovered in a brothel. There were two versions of that story, one where she was selling and another where she was buying. I filed that information away for future use. I'd started a second bottle of wine by the time I read that young Natalia Lackless had run away with a troop of traveling performers. Her parents disowned her, of course, leaving Mellowin the only heir to the lackless lands. That explained Mellowin's hatred of the Ru, and made me doubly glad I hadn't made my edema blood public here in Severin. There were three separate stories of how the Duke of Cormassant flew into rages while in his cups, beating whoever happened to be nearby, including his wife, his son, and several dinner guests. There was a brief speculative account of the end of the page. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. I'm Nick, and we're back, baby! We're back! <laughs> That's right. Another 500 pages of Wise Man's Fear direct into your ear holes. Million pages, listener. You'll never escape it. There will be Wise Man's Fear until we die. That's right. <laughs> Wise Man's Page for life. Wise Man's Page is all that exists. You are about to enter a reality in which all that exists is Wise Man's Page. Until we finish it, and then we have to do Doors of Stone. <laughs> oh, we'll never be finished, Jordana. We'll never be free of this curse. You know, I feel that sometimes. Yeah, he's going to do a Tamsin Weir and actually do four books instead of three books. Yeah, I heard that mm. that was a thing that might happen, and I'm terrified. <laughs> Where did you hear that? I'm my other friend who follows the series. Unsubstantiated rumor and poppycock. That's right. And it's appropriate that we're spreading rumors because this chapter is called Rumors. That's right, we're at the end of the chapter. This chapter was called Rumors, which of course is named after the seminal Fleetwood Mac album. That's right. (laughs) Well, I'm pretty sure it's because Quoth like listens to the album when he's like really down in the pits, which makes a lot of sense because that album was made when Fleetwood Mac was like everyone in the band was breaking up with each other and really mad, and yet they still produced this like seminal work of art, and I feel like Quoth could learn a lot from that. Being of sitting around and being mad. (laughs) (laughs) Both is doing that right now. I'm not, though. I thought you were going to be like you. No, no, not I, not I, not I, good sirs. I would never. (laughs) I'm sure the listeners, the listeners are sitting around furious that after all this time, we're not getting to the meat of the page. We're just saying some nonsense about uh, a, a band that I'm genuinely glad had a resurgence. Like, I'm really glad that the Utes of today had a chance to rediscover Fleetwood Mac. I'm a little surprised that it came about through a uh, a, a viral TikTok involving Ocean Spray Cranberry Drink. But hey, you know. I think their music being featured in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies might also have had something to do with it. And I think both of you are seriously off topic. I couldn't disagree more. <laughs> 
Okay, but actually, <laughs> to do with being upset. Because <laughs> he is upset on the page, mildly. What are, you, what are you upset about? No, I'm not upset. Quoth is kind of upset, and he's he's doing a thing that... Ternana, if you're upset, we need to talk about it. We need to have some clear I will be upset. I'm getting upset. We always you, better, you better let me have my <laughs> spiel, sir. <laughs> all right, all right. So he is... Right, spiel away, spiel away. So he's kind of upset. And he's doing a thing that I feel like is very, I don't know if cathartic is the right word, but it definitely feels familiar. And it's not something that I necessarily think I do a lot, but I do recognize it as being the sort of thing that you feel better after like being purposefully grumpy and then reading about other people's grumpiness and having a glass of wine to go with it. (laughs) Yeah. A little bit of schadenfreude is, is very good to throw off burn off some steam. and i don't think it's negative in this way because like it's not like he's imposing it on anyone he's just he's being away he's gonna feel how he feels and then he'll move on eventually he's wallowing right he's like he's he's in a bad mood he's just had this terrible fight he's feeling like shit and he just wants to feel even more like shit uh, and so he goes and does what you know what we would do now the equivalent of what Quoth is doing is you go on like you go on, uh, you know, am I the asshole? You sort by controversial, and yeah, you, you read, go like, on our relationships. Yeah, yep. I uh, I used to when I was having a bad day. If I saw someone like pull over at the side of the road by a cop, or like you had an accident, I'd be like, "Well, at least my day is better than his," and I would start to feel better yeah, right true away. True say, true say. But of course, Rothfuss is using all these like these kind of court rumors to to deliver us some useful tidbits of, of information prime chum for the sharks of cracked pottery. This is what I like to do when I run a DD campaign. I have a little table of rumors whenever they walk into a bar uh, and they say, you know, they're having a conversation. I just roll on the table and I tell them a rumor and about eight out of 10 of them are, are just weird, useless tidbits, but the other two are important plot hooks. And boy, howdy, we have some important plot hooks hidden among the chum Let us go through them. Well, I mean, the one that really jumps out is, uh, to me anyway, is uh, the story of young Natalia Lackless. I'm not sure, but I think this is the first time we are told what uh, the deal is with Natalia Lackless and Mellow and Lackless and the Ruh. And those of us who have been uh, obsessively reading and rereading this book and also following all of the online discourse will know the long-running theory that this uh, Mellowin, sorry, Natalia Lackless is, of course, Quoth's mother. The traveling troop that she ran away with was uh, El- uh, Arladin's troop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a theory that we have referred to an awful lot. But you're, yeah, I think this is the first time that the text has presented us with that that crucial piece of evidence have we already encountered the not tally a lot less song or has that yet yes to... that's already happened and you you frothed sir you started pinning things to your to your cork board yes and i think uh that's a good decision because it coming before the name natalia lackless means it's just a weird bit of prose and you have to do a bit of thinking like it just it, it's weird but it, there's nothing you can connect it to if it comes after then potentially you can flip back through the book and go wait a minute that does sound familiar that's the kind of clue that only really becomes apparent on a reread yes and it's like it's, a, it's like a treat for the rereader exactly i love to be fooled but i love all the pieces to be there no roger Ackroyds for me please <laughs> and then of course the other uh kind of the one that strikes me as like actually being important maybe is the rumor about Baron Jackus's daughter, 
uh, discovered in a brothel. I think it's a red herring. Why do you think it's a red herring? Well, because I think that because Baron Jack is like, we're going to recognize Jack is right away because of Ambrose. And I think it's meant to jump out at you to distract from the Natalia Lackless stuff. Mm. I totally agree with Jordana. I think that it's salacious and the kind of thing that Quoth and the reader will latch onto as being juicy uh, so that they then overlook the important thing. Like as much as it is juicy and fun to think about Quoth insulting uh, Ambrose's sister to his face, potentially uh, saying an unpleasant truth, which as we all know, hurt the most. I think that doesn't really have any bearing on the actual plot. And it's just meant to, uh, it's, it's the, not the prestige. It's the turn. It's uh, the, the magician is hiding what they're actually doing by waving their hand and making us look at that. Yeah. I think that that is certainly possible. And I'm going to yes. And you, because I, I think that that is not in conflict with the idea that this piece of information, which does seem just like kind of like a funny like story that Quoth can use to needle Ambrose, might actually become important and relevant in a graver way in book three. Uh, but that might not be apparent to us now. Definitely. I think that's possible. I also, in before we get a letter about it, uh, and not that I have a strong theory about this, but is it possible that we've already met Ambrose's sister and we just don't know it? I think it's unlikely because there's so few female characters in the book, but uh, because we do love a good theory about false identities. So what if perhaps, but maybe do you, do you have a theory about who it might be? Meh. I don't know. No, I just know that a a listener is going to write in with one. So I'm going to preempt them. Mm. Okay. Oh, who knew you could read their minds. Oh, I know everything about the list. I mean, to me, the two likeliest candidates for that, theory are the girl that Denna talks to who's run away uh, or Denna herself. But Denna and Ambrose dated, so... Mm, yeah, okay, scratch that one. And it can't be Fella either. Yeah, I mean, on the other hand, aristocrats are notoriously perverse, even by the standards of, you know... I, I think if there is a prime suspect, it's Davy, but I don't I don't actually think that. So, I, I, we can safely move on. I... I, I Almost sorry I mentioned it. I'm not, but I'm almost sorry I did. <laughs> the rumor about uh, the Conta Banbreed or Banbride. Banbreed, as you said. Mm-hmm. That one strikes me as just like, like that one and the Lord Veston one, I think are like not necessarily significant, except insofar as we have been introduced to yet another rank in the peerage. Kant is uh, not the same as a lord or a or a duke. No, but it is the sound baron. that uh, it makes when you squeeze a clown's nose. Kant. Correct. Thank you, Jeremy. That's right. I think that was unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of things for this page. I just want to say that I think it's kind of funny the the mental image of a duke flying into a rage and just beating whoever is nearby, but like in a comedic way. Yeah, not only not only like his family cuz you can assume that that happens at behind closed doors, but like the idea that he got mad at a dinner party. That would party. be a tragedy, but like if they're just sort of like like Popeye just sort of humorously conking people on the head at dinner, like that's quite funny. <laughs> yeah, the idea that he got mad enough to beat up an entire dinner party and no one could stop him. Yeah, that does imply that he was eating his spinach beforehand. Yes. And uh what? it's what? it's the meat of it isn't on this page, but I suspect that the next rumor is um, also not so much of a rumor, but we can get into that uh, when we get there. 
Okay. Mm. And I think it is, just before we move on, worth noting that all of these scandalous rumors are exactly the sort that you would find in a modern tabloid about famous people. It's all about uh, who's secretly gay, who's got a venereal disease, who's, you know, secretly smacking their spouse around, who's, you know, working in a brothel. Who's running a bad food restaurant. the same stuff that, that's right, that's right, who's, who's sleepy and low energy, all of this stuff is the is exactly the kind of stuff that we've been fascinated by uh, since the dawn of human history. We just love to know what everyone's getting up to behind closed doors. Yep. Sleaze. Sleaze never changes. That's right. All right. Well, uh, that's the end of the page. And as you know, we have a thing we always say at the end of the page. And that thing is... It's... Page? The page. end! <laughs> what? We always say this, Jordana. Fired. We always say this. Come on. You haven't been paying attention? You guys suck. (laughs) No, that is what we do always say. (laughs) (laughs) Listeners, it's a pleasure to be back. We'll see you tomorrow for yet another page of The Wind. 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 (laughs) Comp, comp. (laughs)